Hey, hello, welcome to the PlayStation Report. It's hot, and my name is Frank, and I'm sweating in this chair. I'm already sweating. Um, I'm, I'm, I've got one air conditioner in this house, and it's not in this room where my computer is. And, uh, yeah, it's just pretty fucking miserable, Tyler. How are you? I hope I hope you're doing better than that. <laughs> yeah, it is uh, it is hot, for sure. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of tired of the sun and all that stuff. Summer technically just started, and it can go away. I don't need yeah. it. I yeah. don't need it anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, man, you remember in the summer when you used to, like, be able to drive with your windows down? In, or yeah. something like that every once in a while like it was like warm but it wasn't insanely fucking hot and humid all the time like it is now where it's like you get in your car like oh my god you just blast the ac it's just i don't know time's changing man global warming yeah i thought i was escaping it when i left alabama but uh no it's followed me uh, yeah hot humid bullshit yeah um, absolutely on yeah. July 4th, my wife and I went to Hershey Park. Okay. And because uh, one of her friends works for Hershey and she gets like an ass load of free tickets. So we're like, whatever. If you're giving them away, we'll, we'll take them. Um, okay. We had a good time. Don't get me wrong. But a portion of the way through there, as the day went on, we were like, what are we doing? Like, it is so fucking hot out. And we're just walking around this amusement park, just sweating our balls off. And water is five dollars, and it's like, well, what are we doing to ourselves? Um, it was a good time, but yeah, you almost just don't want to be outside anymore during the summer. It just it sucks. It should be illegal to sell water for five fucking dollars. Oh, I know. I, I totally agree with you. There should it's be a price cap nuts. on water. Like, fuck I, off. I agree. It was nuts. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and that, that was really, when you think about it, because we got our tickets for free, we didn't really spend a lot of money, and it was a pretty good deal. But the worst was we got lunch. I just got chicken tenders and fries. The wife got a uh, a burger and fries, and we got two waters. And it was $45. Jesus. I'm like, what? <laughs> we can go to like a nice restaurant and get an ass load of sushi for $45. Like, yeah, I did, I did not what? spend that much. Uh, I, I went out uh, to an Indian restaurant the other day and did not spend nearly that much. Yeah. People. It's, yeah. yeah. I spent probably al- almost only half that, probably about around $30 I spent. Yeah, it's it's crazy. That was that was pretty much all we spent. We, but yeah, nuts. How how they just I don't know some of these places, concert venues, things like places like that. They just get away with so much. And then also, I remember this when we were kids, and we would maybe go to Hershey Park for school or something like that. But they sell alcohol now. They in do certain places. Yes. Okay. And you can go get beer and cocktails. And I'm like, why would you do that in this heat? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I saw people walking around with, like, a Trogues Perpetual. And I'm like, dude, I like Perpetual, but that shit is hoppy as fuck. 
And I don't want to drink that when it's 95 degrees out. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, crazy. I got myself a refreshing light beer right here. Nice. Uh, how I'm trying to stay cool. There you go. In my house, which is 80 degrees, Tyler. I didn't specify, Ooh. but it's 80 degrees inside my house. Oh, man. Ooh. That sucks, bro. Yeah. Dang. Probably not good for the house either. Uh, I need to get. I need to find some solutions. I need to. I need to just nut up and spend like the ten grand and get a legit system put in. But I really don't want to do that. That would. That would set me back a lot. God. Yeah. It, it. The the system we got was only five thousand um, dollars, which don't get me wrong is a chunk of change. But, but that was probably it has, before, before shit got crazy, like super crazy, right? I was kind of in the middle of it. Oh, okay. um, I, It might be more expensive now, I don't know, because it was 2021. Oh, okay. I, th- I, I so, was thinking you might have got that earlier. Okay. No. So, I don't know what it would be now, but, I mean, it it, it, it does work really well. It It's very low maintenance, and I don't know, might be something though to look into yeah i I just need something because i am fucking dripping yeah (laughs) dripping everybody i'm moist plus i I, uh i wonder um you have electric baseboard don't you for the winter no no that's hot water hot water okay okay gotcha 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 okay yeah so it's not that simple (laughs) okay gotcha Uh, yeah I'll have to figure something out. Let's talk about video games before I fucking die of heat stroke. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, I've only really been playing two things, those two things being Diablo 4 and Final Fantasy 16. Tyler, do you have anything to say about either of those games? I started Final Fantasy 16. I get? am only about an hour into it. I did not get as much time as I wanted to. Like, I'm still in, like, tutorial land, it feels like. Um, So, not super duper far, and then, but the beginning, I think the beginning of this game is so fucking cool, though. Cinematics, so epic, the music, oh my god. It just, it got me really excited to start to really get into it, because I'm like, man, it's only the tip of the iceberg. And, uh... Yeah, it's it's good so far. Um, yeah, I just I don't have too much to to say about it. Unfortunately, I'll have a lot more to say for next week. But I'm I'm excited, man. Also, you know, early on here, that active time lore is one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen in a video game. Yeah, more more big ass games need that. Ah, oh, it is so cool how it works. It's so easy to access. It's simple. It's informative. Man, I was just I was just blown away. I'm like, I'm just going to read everything here. This is so fucking cool. And then even as like the cutscene evolves and new characters come in, like it updates itself, and it's like, what the fuck? I I don't even know how you program that or whatever. Must have been a lot of work, but so cool. Um, I'm very much itching. To get back to it, um, yeah, I'm excited just, for you to meet a few characters that you, you've definitely not met Sid yet, have you? No, no, okay. no. Uh, and I, I like I just 
kind of started learning some of the combat and I'm like, Ooh, this is, I'm liking this just this early on it. I'm very much itching to get back to it. So yeah. How, yeah. how's it going for you? In the, in yeah. Final I just Fantasy? unlocked, I just unlocked my fourth element. Um, and it turns out that you can only have three active at a time. So I'm kind of trying to figure out what I want to use as my loadout. Um, it's really cool. This this new one that I just picked up uh, gave me a parry mechanic. Which, well, there's already a parry mechanic, but this is more of a block slash parry sort of thing, so it's a little bit safer. Um, I really enjoy that a lot. I'm I've been doing all the bounties. I've been doing all the side quests. I so unlike Diablo Four, in which at currently I'm just fucking blasting through the main story as fast as I can. Um, Final Fantasy 16 and every piece of side content I'm fucking doing because I just I enjoy playing that game so much more than I mean Diablo 4 is fun but like it's kind of just like hey we're blasting shit we're just yeah. blowing shit up I like the combat in Final Fantasy 16 a lot and therefore I'm playing as much of that game as I can <laughs> I've heard the side quests aren't that exciting though in they Final Fantasy 16 how do you feel about them yeah they, they aren't the side quests aren't that exciting um, but they do lead you to other more combat sometimes and then definitely the bounties are worth doing because you get to fight some interesting mini bosses okay uh, cool so yeah having a lot of fun time heard the funniest line I've like they weren't trying to be funny but the, there was a very funny line it that I just hit and it's it's, it's simply my hands uh, and just the way that the character says it it's it's just very funny to me uh, you'll get to it eventually about <laughs> like 30 hours into the game or whatever but <laughs> hey I'm having a fucking fantastic time and I wish I could play more but unfortunately I have to get up early tomorrow so I'm probably just going to go to bed right after this <laughs> yeah right yeah, uh, Final Fantasy sixteen, um, Diablo four. I've completed Act two, and I'm yeah, Act two and three. I've finished Act three also today. Um, into Act four now. There, the story is still. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think the quality of Diablo's story matters all that much, but I also think. Diablo 4 story is kind of boring to be honest uh, but I do like the boss fights I like the boss fights a lot they're really cool they challenge me unlike most of the fights in that game the boss fights challenge me and yeah having a good time it looks good it's a pretty game different environments I've run into now really cool stuff sweet yeah, I'm I'm itching to get back to it. I've only done a couple couple more side quests since you and I played a little bit ago. So mm. Yeah, so much to play. Um I have played a little bit more of F one twenty three. Um Man, I just I gotta say, like, just this new handling model and the way it works in this game is just so fucking fun. And I'm playing on a controller. Like, I can imagine if you have, like, a racing wheel and a proper setup and all that stuff, that this is fucking 
it just slaps uh, with how it feels. Because, yeah, I mean, just trying to, like, uh, conserve your tires in a stint um, or, or try to extend it or something. But you're just sliding out of the corners and you're getting oversteer like crazy. You're turning into the slides and it just, it feels good. It doesn't feel arcadey um, it, it either. Like it, it just, I don't know. It, it has such an amazing feel to it that it's incredibly fun to play. Um, and I, I started fucking around. I got to play a little bit more of it, but with this uh, game mode called uh, F1 World, I think it's called. And in this, it kind of reminds me a little bit of maybe like a a Gran Turismo career mode where you have like certain, uh, there, there might be like a handful of races in a set and there's maybe some challenges in them, um, but they're kind of shorter races and you just do them. Um, and as you do these races, you also are getting crafting materials in other things like like that where you're you're basically um hiring like a legend a purple strategist um (laughs) stuff like that like it's so goofy and stupid um and your numbers are going up they're trying to make it an rpg and i think they're trying to feed it also into their podium pass which is their battle pass cuz as you <laughs> just race yeah. and do stuff like you're leveling that up and some of the rewards are some of these crafting materials for for this um but you can upgrade certain parts of things and all all sorts of different things it it could be cool i want to spend a little bit more time with it but um yeah it's a different idea i guess Still got to play the um, story mode as well, but yeah, it's a good game. I think if you're into that, looking for it. Um, then the last thing I, I've done is I, uh, while watching, uh, <laughs> watching that Chicago street race, I don't yeah. know if you saw any of that. I saw the uh, traffic jam. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was just absolutely fucking amazing uh, when that happened. Um I also love how this V8 uh, supercar racer from Australia just came in and just fucking destroyed everybody um, mm-hmm. and won the race. Um, it was entertaining. Um, it's just, you know, NASCAR, they just they have so many cautions because they're just beating the fuck out of each other and just seeing these guys, like, try to take too much speed into a corner and just lose it and fly into a fucking tire barrier and four times in one race. It just, it kind of cracked me up, but I was watching that and playing some, uh, Pokemon Scarlet and, uh, mm, what a game. I'm loving it. Yeah. It's so much fun. Ah, I, I got my first badge, um, and I'm working my way to one of the, uh, St- Stony Cliff Titan, I think it's called. Okay, yeah. And it just, I don't know. It's so much fun to just get in a new area and, you know, just see all these new Pokemon that you can catch, and um, yeah, go and catch them. And it's yeah. it's a good time. I love it. It is what we imagined as kids what Pokemon games could be. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And uh, I think that's that's part of the reason why I love it so much. I mean, it's it's that freedom. It's seeing the Pokemon in the wild, and it's it's so fucking cool, man. I, I'm. 
I'm loving every aspect of it. Awesome. Yeah. See? Uh, we don't have much news to talk about this week. Um, we'll get through that, and then we'll do a little uh, mid-year roundup. So let's let's get let's get through the this news so we can uh, get get to that. And uh, starting off here, Diablo Four. I'm playing Diablo Four. I'm not buying the season pass, but they released some details about it. Um, there's going to be a quest line associated with this. They're just, it's, yeah. I mean, I haven't finished the game, so I don't know if this actually continues from the story. I don't, I don't know what's what's happening here. It's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to understand what's happening without having beaten the game. Yeah, right. <laughs> July twentieth um, is called Season of the Malignant, um, which is that quest line. It'll have dangerous new threats in the form of malignant monsters spreading throughout Sanctuary. Any elite monster will be able to spawn as malignant monsters with additional powers. Um, here's the piece that I'm a little confused about, and I think will make me go, nah, I'm good. Is you can jump into seasonal realms and start a new... Do you have to start a new character? But then it says certain features will only be available after being the main campaign. Mm. I don't know, I'm just a little fuzzy on that. Like, do you have to start a new character? Because if you do, then that's fucking stupid. I don't understand that. Um, But if you just have to beat the campaign, then you can do this extra stuff, then... That makes sense. Um, and I, I probably won't check it out. Especially if you got to beat the main campaign. might be a little bit before I finish that. But um, yeah. I'm curious to see how it goes. And I'm curious to see what the reception will be. I think a seasonal model for Diablo is an interesting way to go. I just hope that... that this doesn't stop them from doing a big expansion or two down the road, like a Reaper of Souls. That's just fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Um, so hopefully we still get that. But I don't know. Curious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, we'll just go in order. Uh, we got. A little bit more news coming out of the uh, FTC hearing with Microsoft. Um, Microsoft believes Sony is going to release a PlayStation 5 Slim for about $400. Uh, and that's happening later this year, according to Microsoft and what they know of what PlayStation plans to do. Um, I don't know. I mean, Slim console, cool. Uh for the for that for that price four hundred dollars I mean the same price as the digital console I guess it makes sense um, I wonder if they're going to reduce the price of that digital console since there's going to be a slim model that has a disk drive uh, I I don't know yeah I, I'm curious on what this could be I mean I feel like we've heard so many rumors about different Sony hardware and you know we've heard that they're making a 
detachable disk drive um, too, so maybe that plays into this somehow. Um, and I, I mean, I think a smaller redesigned PlayStation 5 makes a lot of sense though. I mean, the thing is fucking massive. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you can trim, trim it down, maybe it doesn't, maybe it's an all digital thing. It, it is cheaper. Sure. Why not? Uh, the one thing I would wonder on this, because I feel like it, this kind of hurt the Xbox Series S a little bit, is just um, hard drive space in particular. Yeah. You know, that's one of the more expensive things on these consoles, being solid-state drives, all that stuff. Um, you know, what what is that going to be uh, space-wise? Um, yeah, if, and is there going to be anything different? on this thing to make it smaller. You know, the Series S had to, you know, it obviously doesn't run games as well as a Series X because they wanted to make it smaller and cheaper. So is there going to be anything different there? Is this literally just going to be a small PlayStation 5, maybe no disk drive, and that's it. But it, it makes sense to do it, I think. Yeah, I mean, it does make sense. Um, the other thing, part of this is, uh, I mean... The way that it's being worded here is is stupid. Um, It says Sony is also anticipated to release a handheld version of the PlayStation 5 later this year for under $300. What they're talking about is that streaming device. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's going to be well under $300. Like, under $200, I'd hope. Um, Yeah. But it's a streaming device. It's It's not a handheld PlayStation 5. It's a device that can stream PlayStation 5 stuff on a network. Um, yeah. Just the wording of that is... I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to confuse the judge. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I, I agree. That that project... Is that Project Q? I think it is? Yes, Project that, Q. Yeah, that needs to be 200 bucks or less. I think even 200 is pushing it for just being a streaming device. Um, yeah. So, I'd hope that they'd you know just make a streaming service that you could use on your phone or your tablet or something. That would I would like that so much more than this fucking device. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I agree. And then there's also the rumors of a PS5 Pro. I doubt we hear about that this year, but no. Apparently, that's supposed to happen next year, according to these rumors. So, I hope not. I really don't want. I don't want that. It's it's going to create the same problem as last generation where everyone's going to start building games for the Pro. And then games on, you know, the launch hardware are going to just chug. And I don't like that. I don't like it one bit. Yeah, so. I, I, don't, I don't like it, nor do I want it either. But I do wonder, though, you look at Final Fantasy sixteen, and that game isn't running at a smooth 60 in its... Um, performance mode otherwise it's locked at 30 so I, I i wonder like are these developers pushing this uh, hardware to its maximum already when it feels like we're just getting started truly on this hardware you know there's there's not a lot of cross-gen titles anymore um i don't know star wars jedi survivors another one you know that it's either that 
it's either they don't have the hardware or they don't have the time to make it work, which could definitely be it too. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, maybe part of the problem is hardware, but I I suspect that some of the problem is uh, management pushing deadlines, and uh, these mm-hmm. games don't get optimized until months after their release. Right. Uh, okay, we got uh got more remakes on the way. That seems to be, I don't know, when did we fall into this hole where? everything just gets remade. Did that start the last generation? Everything yeah. just getting remade and it's just continued on and on? Yes. Um, the latest now, Ubisoft reportedly working on a Black Flag remake. Which, you know, I'm actually... I, I As much as I uh, as I sound like I'm criticizing remakes, I do like I did like Black Flag a lot and, you know, maybe I'd revisit it. Yeah. Especially considering that I don't particularly love the direction of Assassin's Creed over the past couple times. They're just too big. And I guess Assassin's Creed Black Flag was big, but like it was it wasn't what it is now. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and what's weird about this is this is according to Kotaku, it's in development at Ubisoft Singapore who is making Skull and Bones. Mm. Yeah, maybe Which they I, Good. Maybe they just fucking decided, well, this shit ain't going to work. We need a backup plan when this fucking fails. Yeah. I, I, and I, <laughs> it is weird. Like, Skull and Bones just has been in development for so long, has been delayed a million times. And people look at that and go, like, well, it's Black Flag. Um, you know, what's different about this thing? Um, so in a way it makes sense for them to make do a black flag remake but then it's like well you gotta make sure you get this fucking game out first um so yeah that's kind of odd i think um and i find this piece interesting as well in an internal email viewed by Kotaku, the Singapore studio is reportedly forcing its developers to work on Skull and Bones in person at the office instead of remotely while studio while the studio is seemingly providing breakfast and dinner, it looks like the move is to pressure its developers to work longer hours in order to ship the closed beta that's due in late August. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... If they're saying they're providing breakfast and dinner, I think they're they're working some longer hours, but I don't know, Ubisoft... Ubisoft brass is probably like, to guys, you gotta shit or get off the pot, man. You've been making this game for seven fucking years. I'm not saying that makes us uh, good at all. It sucks, and they shouldn't be, um, you know, working long hours. But that's that's how I take that. You know, yeah, like this know. this thing is this bait is happening in August. It's coming out. Um, I don't know. I I want Skull like I would love if Skull and Bones was a good video game but that just seems like it seems like something that they just have to put out no matter no matter what like it's I don't have high hopes. Yeah. Same. Uh, same. I mean I wish wish them all the best but yeah. It's kind of odd I think overall. And then like 
don't get me wrong, I love Black Flag. It's one of my favorite Assassin's Creed games. I just, like, does that really need remade? I mean, it's ten years old. It's, it's fine. Well... I know ten years is a while ago now, but I don't know. Listen, motherfucker. You're the person who has probably played The Last of Us three separate times. Yeah, that is true, and that game's ten years old. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Hypocrite motherfucker. <laughs> I am a hypocrite. And you know what? They'll remake Black Flag, and I'll probably buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you will. Probably will. What I if am. they remake uh, The Lord of the Rings Gollum? Ooh. I mean, maybe they should remake that just to make it better, but I don't know if they'll have the chance now. No, 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 no. not happening. Um, and in fact, this has proved a critical blow to Datalik Entertainment. They are no longer going to develop games internally and are going to exclusively be publishing video games. Um, they're laying off uh, 25 people. And, yeah, refocusing on publishing. Gollum was literally that bad. Yeah. And we saw it, like, over a year out from release that it was going to be bad. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I don't wish anyone to lose their job. That sucks. I hope these people find jobs quickly. But kind of see this coming if you're making a game that is that bad it probably did not sell at all like it i don't know something's just bound to happen like that and then they announced they were making another lord of the rings game which they have now canceled you know i don't know it's just it's such a competitive industry that if you put out hot trash like that I don't know. Just shouldn't expect much, unfortunately. Okay, but where are my good Lord of the Rings games? I fucking wonder, dog. How are we not getting good Lord of the Rings games? It's crazy. I mean, are are am I am I hallucinating, or are they making more Lord of the Rings movies? I believe Embracer said they are. Yes, and I want to say they signed a deal deal with Warner Brothers. Let me look this up. I know there is a Lord of the Rings animated film that is supposed to come out next year. Okay. Lord of the yeah, Rings I, movies. I just... I I like Lord of the Rings a lot. And seeing this franchise being treated so frivolously, like you just... I mean, how do you... How does this game get released? How does Lord of the Rings Gollum get released? <laughs> I know. That, that's what I want to know. And and I wonder it too if um you know they announced that they were going to do another Lord of the Rings title and I wonder if Embracer or the Lord of the Rings estate came in and said, "No, you are not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not releasing hot trash with with uh this title." Um, look it up. So, Lord of the Rings, The War of Ro, Rohirrim is an animated movie coming out April 12th, 
Okay. Uh, takes place 250 years before the events of the trilogy. Tells the tale of Helm Hammerhead, voiced by Brian Cox, the legendary King of Rohan, who whose story is detailed in the appendices of the of Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. Mm. Yeah, I just I don't want to see Lord of the Rings go away. And it just seems like with every bad thing that's being released in the Lord of the Rings franchise, it just becomes less and less likely that it's going to, you know, persist. I like the last good Lord of the Rings thing was the first Shadow of Mordor, or what? A, what? A, what, a, what is? What was that game? Shadow of War. Shadow of Mordor. Shadow was of first. Mordor. Yeah, that that was the last one that I enjoyed. And that was what, yep. That was almost ten years ago, wasn't it? Or, yeah, it was like twenty fourteen, I think. Twenty. Yeah, nine years. Yeah. So it's been a long time since I've had good Lord of the Rings stuff to either play or watch. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I so too. I I've, did find that Warner Brothers struck a deal with Embracer, and they are making more movies, Lord of the Rings movies. They don't say what they are. So basically, there's this animated movie, and then Warner Brothers is working on more. So we'll see. But I do want more Lord of the Rings, like you. I just don't want. I don't want it to become Star Wars or Marvel. Where it's like potentially run into the ground because it's about quantity more than quality. That's the only thing I worry about, um, especially with like Embracer um, owning it. So we'll see on that. But yeah, I, I just I miss I miss good Lord of the Rings games, man. Like even just the the movie tie-in games on PS2, the Two Towers, the Return of the King, they were so fucking good. Battle for Middle Earth was great. Um, I loved the uh, Lord of the Rings at Third Age back in the day. That's a turn-based RPG. Uh, that game was so fucking cool. You kind of played through the movies just with different characters, but you ran into the movie characters and the events of those movies. Like, ah, it was dope. I loved it. Um, yeah, we need more Lord of the Rings games that are good, for sure. All right, we've got one more story here for y'all. Naraka Bladepoint, uh, the melee-focused Battle Royale game, is finally coming to PlayStation 5 July 13th. It's going to be um, free-to-play, cross-platform, and, uh, yeah, check it out if you like. I mean, it's a, it's a melee Battle Royale, so. Yeah, it is, and I've... You know, it's had 20 million players play the game. I feel like it. people talk about it. So that's kind of why I threw it in here. Finally coming to PlayStation. It's been on Xbox and PC, I think, for the longest time. So now it's coming to the PS5 and Switch, I think, as well. So check it out. Yeah. All right. It's time to uh, get into our mid-year roundup. Tyler, I'm melting in this chair. Like, I'm literally fucking melting. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, we'll, we'll have to uh, to so, do this if you want to move on. I mean, we, we can do this. Um, okay. I just, uh, I'm not sure exactly what the scope of this you wanted to 
do, because I do have a list of the games that we played that have released this year. And then we have the list of games to be released later this year. Yeah. I'm not sure what exactly you wanted to do with this. Why don't we just start with what we've played? How do you feel about this year? And uh, I guess what's what's your top three games looking like right now? Maybe your halfway game of the year. Of course, there's a lot more to come. Yeah, Still got more to play of games like Diablo and Final Fantasy 16, stuff like that. But, you know, what's your top three games and how you feeling about the year so far? Yeah, I mean, start off, like, I, I feel really good so far. Like, there's, I mean, there have been some bummers. I, I won't lie. Minecraft Legends, complete fucking bummer what that game turned out to be. Hmm. To me, personally. Um, but, like, overall, I, I think I've generally liked most of what I've played so far. Uh, if I had to make a top three, man, this is difficult. Uh, I'm going to have to put Like a Dragon Ishin up there. But that might get knocked out by another Like a Dragon game by the end of the year. <laughs> it might, yeah. <laughs> um, which is what's really exciting for me. Uh, so, Like a Dragon Ishin. Oh, uh, man. Tears of the Kingdom, man. That might be an all-timer. <laughs> if I'm, be- if yeah. I'm being honest, that might be an all-timer. And then it's really hard to go for that last slot. I want to beat Final Fantasy 16 before I put it, in, put it in there. So I'm going to leave that out for now and then put Phantom Brigade in there. Phantom Brigade that the, um, the turn-slash-timeline-based uh, mech tactics game. Uh, really fucking cool mechanics in there. And, uh, yeah, I need to get back to it. I mean, I, I've played a lot of Phantom Brigade, so... I feel comfortable putting it in there. Final Fantasy 16. I just, I just don't know yet where the story is going to land. But playing it is really fun. So, yeah, cool. yeah. I, I too. I think this this year is an all time year. Like I just, I truly think it's going to be a, a year we'll look back on and be like, holy hell, like. That is one of the best years of games ever. I mean, there's been some misfires. There's been a couple of good games that have come out. Maybe not in the best state. Um, But still, those games, like the quality of them are still very high. Um, And and it's just, it's an overwhelming year in a way as well. Um, There's just so much to play. Um, I think for me, though... mm, I think my game of the year right now is Dead Space Remake. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I just, I don't know. I was so blown away by this game. And it, and it, even though it's a remake, it just felt so next gen, even though current gen, you could say, should say no. Um, It's just, it is a stunning game to look at. Its gameplay loop is amazing. The environment's amazing. The sound is amazing. I mean, there's so many awesome moments throughout that that game that just blew me away. Um, Just really fun, unique gameplay. Um, And and I just, I don't know, EA Mode really knocked it out of the park with that. I think that's my, my game of the year right now, followed by... Resident Evil 4 remake. 
that game is awesome and absolutely love that. I just I just think Dead Space is so interesting from start to finish where I felt like Resident Evil 4 dropped off in its last bit. Um, it just isn't as interesting once you get out of the village and then the castle. Um, but it's still still a fantastic game. Um, and then I think I think I might drop Diablo 4 in there for now as my third game. Um, but, you know, gotta play that more of that and then Gotta play more uh, Final Fantasy, Star Wars, um, Zelda, F-123, and Like Dragon, Mm -hmm. Ishin. So I'm really liking this two-month gap, at least in things I'm interested in, to just play these games and hopefully finish a few of them. Um, So because I just, yeah, I think that, that list will dramatically change as the year goes on. Um, I mean, I'm, and, I'm, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to as the year goes on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think just a shout out to, um, you know, I think my favorite game that I finished this year that is not a um, 2023 game is Yakuza 0. I mean, I, I loved that game. Yeah, it was absolutely exceptional. I think my biggest bummer so far this year is Destiny 2 Lightfall. Okay. Um, I, yeah, a lot of people are not happy with Destiny 2 right now. Yeah, like, uh, there were some cool moments in that campaign, and um, the new area is really neat, but there were also a lot of frustrating moments about that campaign. The story kind of sucked. It, um, And I just, I actually haven't really felt like going back to Destiny 2 since. Uh, I've really finished that campaign, so yeah, just kind of a bummer on that one. So yeah, why don't we just talk about some games the rest rest of the year? What are we looking forward to, and what's your top three games the rest of the year? I guess let's do oh, that. Top three for the rest of the year? That is difficult. Um, we, we we can give shout outs, but if you had to pick three games to play, what are you playing? Well, Baldur's Gate three. Starfield are two definites that are up there. And then for that third slot, man. Uh, fuck. I mean, it's like a Dragon Gaiden. Man who erased his name. Yeah, makes sense. Those, those are my three. Baldur's Gate 3, Starfield, and like a Dragon Gaiden. But a shout out later this month. Pikmin 4. Mm. I'm excited for Pikmin 4. Alright. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think my top three are Starfield. Number one, hands down. I just cannot wait to play that game. Two, Baldur's Gate 3. Also, cannot wait to play that. Not that far away from that now. Um, And then three, I gotta go Spider-Man 2. Um, Kind of a known quantity there, I feel like. Kind of know what we're going to get, but man, it looks looks really good. Um, you know, if I only got to play those three games for the rest of the year, that is fine by me. Um, those are looking like three high-quality games. I think, shout out to me, to Alan Wake 2, looks really good. I'm intrigued by that um, game, and I haven't even played the first one, but what we've seen looks very good. 
And, oh, uh, that, you know ahead. what? Uh, I just realized Armored Core 6 also. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. I forgot about Fuck. that as well. Damn. That's next oh, month, too. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's yeah, that's gonna be a big one. I'm I'm curious on that. For sure. I think for me too, out of just sheer curiosity, and I've played all the games in in the franchise, most of them. Assassin's Creed Mirage. Okay. I know it's another Assassin's Creed game, but the smaller scope, I mean I'm just intrigued what that looks like in twenty twenty three, what Ubisoft can do with that. I hope it's good. We'll see. Um, man, yeah. What else here? A couple other things I guess I'm interested in, interested in, but maybe might not pick up like day one. Interested in Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora, just a Far Cry game set in Avatar universe could be cool. Interested, and might get fucking smacked for this, but interested in Super Mario Wonder. Mm, yeah. I, I like Mario. I am more of a 3D Mario guy than a 2D Mario guy. For some reason, I am so bad at 2D Mario. I enjoy playing it. Um, and I will probably play this game, but um, I'm not, like, super jazzed on it. But it does look look like a lot of fun. Um, yeah, what, what else? Got Spider-Man 2. Got the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection. Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, Forza Motorsport. I'm. I mean, it's going to be on Game Pass, so I'll check it out. Yeah. Right. Uh, Detective Pikachu Returns. <laughs> there you go. Uh, look, I might be. I might just be in on Detective Pikachu. I like that movie. I'd never played the first uh, Detective Pikachu game, but I'm. You know, I'll play. I'll play some Detective Pikachu. <coughs> yeah. Uh, I think one other one I got is uh, Sea of Stars, coming from the developer of The Messenger. Mm-hmm. The Messenger was a really cool game. This game's a turn-based RPG from them. Kind of wonder if this developer is going to be one of those kind of smaller indie studios, if you want to call them that. That uh, maybe remind me of like a super giant or something like that, where they just tackle all these different genres, but their games are always exceptional. So. Look forward to that one. That's going to be in Game Pass as well, which is yeah. nice. Hey, man, there's a lot still still uh, to look forward to the rest of the year. Yeah, and then there's stuff that doesn't have announced uh, release <laughs> dates, too, so I'm wondering some, when some of these come out. Um, I wonder when, when we're going to get that Helldivers 2. Helldivers 2 was one of those games. Oh, yeah, shit. That is supposed to come out this year too. Yeah. Forgot about that one. That did look nice in that um that showcase. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. I just uh, I think this might be a very good year for video games, and might be a very difficult year at the end of it to uh, decide which are the best ones. <laughs> Yeah, I think the last two years we've changed to doing a top five, and that's going to be fucking hard to do this year. Yeah. Holy shit. But it'll be fun. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I 
yeah, I just, I need, I need some of the, I need Starfield to come out and fucking work day one, damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I, that happens, I, this is a great so. fucking year for video games, hands down. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah. Uh, but that beginning of September, man. Holy shit, Starfield and Baldur's Gate 3 getting on PlayStation 5. Oh. Yep. And yep. then Fay Farm, I know I I didn't talk about Fay Farm, but Fay Farm was one of those things from that direct that caught my eye. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, and, like, that's the beginning of September. I only have a couple weeks to play Armored Core 6. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm going to be a busy boy. Absolutely. Um, it's a great year. Yeah. It's a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is true. The world might be dying, but video games are good. God damn it. I'll, I will die with a controller in my hands, as dark as that sounds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so the aliens can, you know, find us later and <laughs> realize that <laughs> we probably deserved this. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh. All right. I think that's going to do it for the show. I mean, do you want to talk about Austria? Sure. Talk about track limits. <laughs> yeah that was insane that was that was insane all the track limit stuff hmm. oh my god I, and also just kind of a silly look i think for formula one yeah you know the most advanced high-tech motorsport in the world i get it's a hard thing to police but fuck the fact that it took four hours for them to figure that stuff out they can't happen in real time. I mean, they what they say there was twelve hundred track violations. I mean, that's fucking nuts. Yeah. Holy crap. I'd be curious. And like I, they don't. They didn't release. An, I wonder what what a normal number of violations is. Yeah, I'd be curious on that as well. Definitely. And you have um, Ocon getting a thirty second penalty. Holy yeah. crap! What a that's insane. Um. Yeah, it's it's a hard thing to solve, but they got to figure something out. And I know the big thing is, you know, those last two corners turns 9-10, and I think there's not gravel traps there because of MotoGP. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if they can work something out there to work for both series. Because, um, yeah, definitely, something's definitely got to change there. Yeah. It was... um. I think overall, though, it was a really fun race to watch. I mean, sure, Max ran away with it, but there that was, was kind so of to be expected. Yeah, there were so many battles just all over the place, and and um, I thought it was awesome to see Signs and Checo fight for the final spot on the podium. Just to see someone defend a Red Bull, I was like, we need more of this. Like, I I get it, you guys feel you can't compete with them right now. But just to see signs hold off Checo for like three laps or however long that was. It was like, that was incredibly entertaining to watch. We need more of that. Um, the sprint was also really good. I think it was really good because it was wet. But that was a lot of fun to watch as well. Mm -hmm. 
I was pulling so hard for Hulkenberg to finish in the top three. I wanted that so badly, but didn't happen. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things of like no matter how dominant a car might be, like I think that track just suits Formula One, at least modern Formula One, so well, and just provides fantastic racing. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah. Heading to an older track, though, this weekend, Silverstone. Uh, yeah. Can't wait. We'll see, uh, we'll see how those, uh, those new spec of tires hold up this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Maybe we'll Last have another, year's race. Maybe, maybe we'll have another exploding tire incident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a couple years ago. Yeah, that yeah. was nuts. Um, yeah, who knows? We'll see. We'll see, but I feel like Silverstone's another one of those tracks like Austria. Like, it's it's always a fun race to watch just because there's almost every corner on that track can be used to pass someone. And it's just a lot of fun to watch. Um, it's all sorts of different kind of grooves drivers can take through some of the corners as well. And it's a fast track. It's got a little bit of everything. Last year's race was probably one of the best races I've ever seen, so... Looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to do it for the show this week, unless you had anything else. No. I, the one thing, I, the last thing I'll say about yeah. Formula One, I saw, you might have seen this video. It was like, uh, it was one of those just TikTok sort of things where it was just some chick and she's like, tell me something every guy wants to hear. And then it cut to, uh, last year's race at Silverstone, and it was just um, that moment of Crofty just yelling, "Off goes Leclerc, through goes Hamilton!" And the crowd's like going insane. You know, it's supposed to be like a sexy thing, but you know, I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to hear. That was good shit. Yeah, you know that that was that was fucking epic. Could watch that all day. All right. Well. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go try to cool off somehow. I don't know how. Maybe I'll just grab some ice cubes from the freezer and put them on my nipples and uh, <laughs> make my nipples hard. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I, I gotta hope cool you down can, somehow. Uh, yeah, I I hope you can cool down and sleep. Yeah, I, that just it, sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to. I, I, I at the very least I need to fall asleep sometime tonight. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go try to do that. Uh, you all should go and try to boost us up in the podcast, po- the rating board, whatever. How I don't know how fucking how any of that works. I don't know. I, all I know is that if you rate and review us, that helps. Yes. And uh, if you share us with your friends, that's even better. Um, we're going to keep doing this show, and we'll be back next week. I want to say the next time we record, I may have either one of Diablo or Final Fantasy 16 completed. Sweet. I'm not I sure which, have... but I might have one of them done. Cool. I should have a lot more to say about Final Fantasy 16, for sure. Okay. And hopefully other things, because, uh, yeah, it'll be a little bit before we pot next time. All right, well, we're going to head out. Uh, We'll see you next time. Until then, 
be good to each other, play your video games, and... Vroom, vroom, vroom.